and welcome to this podcast from Musicians of the Old Post Road. In this episode, we will explore music composed by Enlightenment-era composers who had strong scientific interests, especially in astronomy. We also explore works by non-scientist composers who were inspired by planets and constellations. It's all part of a concert program we call Stars in Their Eyes. The composer scientists we have chosen for this program were influenced by Enlightenment thinking that emphasized observation, scientific inquiry, and the betterment of society. Many of the composers also authored books on both musical and scientific topics, most especially astronomy. We'll start off with a piece that was not composed by a scientist, but was inspired by the planets. It is a chaconne by the German Baroque composer Johann Christoph Schmidt. He was the leader of the large and superb orchestra at the Dresden court of August the Strong, who reigned from 1697 through 1733. Schmidt's chaconne is taken from an orchestral suite called The Four Seasons. It was written as part of the days-long lavish spectacle in 1719 known as the Festival of the Planets with its theme featuring the seven known planets at the time and their effect on humankind. This brilliant chaconne was among ballet works reportedly danced by more than 100 members of the court.
The first scientist composer we will hear on this podcast is English composer John Marsh, who lived from 1752 to 1828. He was a learned man of means and many interests, authoring books and articles about astronomy, mathematics, religion, military matters, as well as music. He even wrote a guide to astronomy for young people. Perhaps his greatest cultural contributions are his extensive diaries that provide a revealing portrait of provincial English life at the time. He was a prolific composer, penning over 350 compositions, including 40 symphonies. His string quartet in B-flat major is his only surviving work in that genre, although it is believed he wrote many. It is subtitled, composed in imitation of the style of Haydn's Opus I, and it indeed follows closely many of the compositional techniques of Haydn's quartets. It is not a slavish imitation, however. Listen to the lively banter among the instruments, not unlike Haydn's writing, but containing some lovely expressive melodies. The Norwegian composer, organist, and inventor, Johann Daniel Berlin, lived from 1714 through 1787 and was a man of extraordinarily diverse interests. He kept detailed meteorological records for the city of Trondheim, was captain of the fire brigade, and inspector of the waterworks. He was also an architect, land surveyor, artisan, musical instrument inventor and maker, and recorded a series of meteorological, geomagnetic, and astronomical observations. He published books and papers on a variety of subjects, including music theory and astronomy. Berlin wrote a sprightly symphonia in D major 
originally scored for cornetto, strings, and continuo. This is an unusual scoring for that time since the cornetto, an instrument that had the mouthpiece of a brass instrument but was played with finger holes like a recorder, was considered an archaic instrument by the mid-18th century. The performance you will hear substitutes transverse Baroque flute for the cornetto.
Back in London, we encounter Carl Friedrich Baumgartner, who was a violinist, organist, and composer with broad intellectual interests, including astronomy and mathematics. He was an important contributor to London's musical life, serving as concertmaster at the Haymarket Theatre and Covent Garden. He composed a quartet in G major for flute, two violins, and cello that was likely performed at a house concert for his most important patron, Prince Henry, Duke of Cumberland, who was one of George III's younger brothers. Thank you. 
Perhaps the most well-known of our composer-scientists is William Herschel, who lived from 1738 to 1822. He was a pioneering astronomer and best known as the discoverer of Uranus. In the early part of his life, he considered himself primarily a musician. However, his exciting planetary discovery catapulted him to fame as an astronomer. This was a career trajectory shared by his sister Caroline, who was also a talented musician and became his lifelong collaborator in astronomy. Herschel was born in Hanover, Germany, but during his adolescent years, his father sent him to England for refuge, where, as a talented violinist, he quickly gained employment. He found the London scene too crowded for making a living, so he moved to the Yorkshire area in the north, where he became an active concert organizer and teacher to children of the aristocracy, traveling extensively in the region on horseback. One can imagine that this was a fortuitous move for his astronomical interests as well, because stargazing was likely much better there than in the congestion of London. Herschel's chamber symphonies are among his earliest works. His symphony in F minor was written in 1760 for the intimate musical gatherings at one of the country estates in Yorkshire. Its dramatic style with frequent dynamic contrasts shows the influence of the Mannheim School of Composers, an aesthetic trend he was known to have been aware of. Thank you. 
our concluding work is by a non-scientist composer and is inspired by the stars. It is an excerpt from French Baroque composer Jean-Philippe Rameau's opera Castor and Pollux, premiered in 1737 with a revival in 1754, it was one of his most successful operas. We will hear an excerpt from the fifth act in which the heavens open, revealing the place in the zodiac constellations where the Gemini twins, Castor and Pollux, will ascend. In this scene, a character identified as a constellation sings this ariette. Shine, shine, new stars, adorn the skies, reign over the sea, guide mortals on the waters, triumph in the night, follow the star of day, and vie with one another for the glory of being useful to the world.
hope that you have enjoyed this podcast episode about composers and astronomy. For more episodes, look for our Musical Rediscoveries podcast on Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts. For more information about musicians of the Old Post Road, visit oldpostroad.org.